the slide and I pussy is a homicide. Hey, welcome to the Two Friends Podcast. My name is Anthony with Marcos. Today, there's no special guests. We're still just two friends documenting our lives. As it should be. Marcos, aren't you going to be gone coming up? Uh, yes, I will be gone pretty much all of next week. I am going to go to Mexico, Cancun to be more specific, for my dad's 50th birthday. So shout out to that man. I didn't realize he was turning 50. Yeah, he was turning 50. He doesn't look 50. He's no, not, he doesn't. He looks he's good. very fit for his age. He yeah, looks good. He is very fit for his age. Um, but yeah, he's turning 50, and uh, I surprised him. Costed a fuck ton of money. But, uh, you know, I was like, fuck, I might as well take a trip out of the country. So I, I have been out of the country, but I was just to go to Cuba. So I don't really count that shit. I mean, I, I was born there, you know. So. That's cool. But, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, when I come back, I will talk about, you know, fucking all the fun shit I'm doing. Hopefully I get to do some fun stuff and let you guys know what I did. Family vacations can be a touchy topic for people. Sometimes people enjoy them. Sometimes people don't. I mean, going out with my dad, it's, it's rough, you know. Family vacations with them have always been rough. But, uh, you know, there's still always some fun, like, points to take away from them. So I'll let you guys know what the fun points were. Sometimes I just don't like leaving where I'm at. I enjoy working a lot. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, the ideal vacation is just chilling at home. Or wherever I go, just chilling. No, sometimes I just like to work. Like, that is fun for me. Yeah. I don't. I don't really see that. I think work. That, I think yeah. work needs to be glorified more. Uh it really depends on the type of person you are. I don't know, but what I'm saying is everyone always looks down upon work. Work is bad. This and that. Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're gonna work most of your life. Yeah. You might as well enjoy it. Eh. I think if I am forced to work for us while, I, right. I don't think I should enjoy it. Think about it this way. Sure. You have all the money in the world. Okay. What do you do? Fuck off. Have fun. Do whatever you want. Okay, then what? And then nothing. Die. So you're going to do that the rest of your life? Pretty much. What if I have it? all the money in the world what is and having? I can do whatever I want, I will literally do anything and everything I can. Okay, for how long? <sighs> Till the day I die. And you don't think that won't get boring? Do you know how much things there are to do in the world, dude? Yeah. Do you know um, how big the earth is? I do. Yeah. There is an and infinite I think, okay, amount so of things the, you can do. So this is the thing. Everybody is always like, hey, I want to go travel, this and that, blah, blah, blah. That's all I want to do. And so people will literally like pack up and make a little van, a travel van, or they'll get an RV. And people will get like travel burnout from it because they get yeah. t- tired of traveling. Yeah, I, I can see that. So let's say you get tired of traveling, right? Huge world. Mm-hmm. You got tired of traveling. Okay. Say so you just went to Europe, tired of traveling. You know, yeah. you did it for a year. Tired of traveling, you want to go back home, right? Then what do you do? Okay, let's say you drink and party, blah, blah, blah. Sure, maybe that lasts five years. You're done with that because you're like, okay, this is repetitive. It's all the same, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be something you're going to want to end up doing. I think it I think, depends on the type of person you are. I think this is the biggest paradox. Sure. With successful people and things like that and like people yeah. who have a ton of money for no good for no good reason. People who have that much money, one, have it for a reason. And it's usually because they work an unjustifiable amount. Yeah. Which, the money comes as a byproduct. Yeah. Which usually means they're not going to stop working. They're going to continue to work. They just now have all this extra money. So usually the wealthiest and richest people in the world work 
because they enjoy to work. And the poorest people tend to hate work, and they tend to try to enjoy themselves all the time. Yeah. So they tend to always stay poor. Yeah. And I feel like that's a huge paradox that very few people understand. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think there's it, it, it really just depends. Because, see, yes, it is a paradox, but at the same time you have to look at into the specifications we're talking about because yeah let's say let's look at donald trump for a fact um has millions billions of dollars whatever probably works 360 days out of the year probably does probably works 10 15 20 hours a day out of those 365 for sure but now let's look at the payoff of that the payoff is the millions and billions of dollars right a poor person will probably work like anywhere from 50 to 60 uh, to make what maybe $50,000 a year. So I mean what's what's really there to glorify? Like yeah, you know, it it depends on your mindset cuz I know my dad he loves to work, you know. He doesn't make like an extravagant amount of money by any chance, reason, but he loves to work. He loves his job. He likes going in there every day and doing his best and like showing his bosses that he's he's great at what he does cuz he is you know me personally i don't give a shit i'm I'm not getting paid millions and billions of dollars to justify me absolutely loving my job and wanting to do it every day okay but your dad's point of view is exactly my point i know yeah you're going to do it every day yeah might as well go and enjoy it and enjoying something is well work one there's plenty to do to work you can find anything that you love to do that's enjoyable so I say, hey, just enjoy work and find something you enjoy doing if you're not going to make millions of dollars. Yeah. Right? Because those people that work all the time and do leverage their money, blah, 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 there's specific reasonings on why they have that much, but they tend to love to work. Yeah. So why not just love to work even if you're not going to make that much money anyways? I just, I wouldn't care. I don't think there's ever really been a job that I've been like, oh, yeah, I love this. I don't I don't care. Yeah, but it's okay. Do you enjoy this podcast? Because this is just a hobby of ours. Do you yeah. enjoy this podcast? Yeah, I love the podcast. Right? So if we could do this for the rest of our lives. I would gladly do it for the rest of my life. Right? But yeah. that's still enjoying work. Yeah, for sure. But right now, because this isn't a no, job. No, I understand that. But it, if it ever one day so happened. I'd probably get tired of it. What? Yeah, if, if it became to a point where I'd have to do this every no, like, single day no, we don't because have to do I every, have to. No, no, we don't have to do it every single day. Just the same schedule we have now, twice a week. Yeah, I, I, eventually I feel like just the fact that I have to do it because it is my source of income, it, that's why like a lot of streamers eventually quit streaming because they realize that something that they once used to do for fun is not something that they have to do. And, you know, it just completely changes the game. I think that's a mindset thing. It could. Yeah, I think if in your head you be. always you always get to say, "Hey, I get to do this rather than I have to do this," then y'all go unhappy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are some streamers there. That, that exact thing you brought up is what um, what some streamers say. It was like, "Yeah, he quit because he thought of it as a job that he has to do." I think that this is something that's an amazing opportunity that I get to do i get to literally sit here in my house and talk to hundreds of thousands of people while playing my favorite games yeah, but see, I, also th- I think you could, you could take you could take that mindset to anything you do with work absolutely absolutely but some jobs are just shit and some people just rather not give the it time. is if you make it yeah it is if you anything make it. is what you make it yeah absolutely i, I will agree to that yeah and you know 
I say to that, fuck it. You know, I don't give a shit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and try to glorify a job that I don't care for, because it might make the experience a little less unbearable. You know, if I go every day with a smile on my face, thinking that is something great, something amazing that I get to do that pays me a shit wage that I have to do for the rest of my life because I have to support family and whatever. I mean, yeah, it might make it a little less unbearable, but at the end of the day, who cares? You know. Either way, I mean that's your personal yeah, view. Yeah, yeah. Like either way, if you want to live your life in a shit mindset in a shit way. Cool. It's, it's just the fact that either way, if I have a good mindset or a bad mindset, I'm still gonna have to do it. So who cares what the yes, mindset is? Yes, but there's also there's also different outcomes with a better mindset coming through. Yeah, it might be. So, a, you might get more promotions. You might get noticed by people saying, "Oh, you have a great work ethic." Don't care. So you'd rather not take the route with better opportunities. I'd rather do my own thing. Do you think having a shit attitude is going to attract people that are going to help you do your own thing? Maybe not. Maybe not. But, you know, that's something that just comes with it. Something that comes with with time, with working, and eventually changing your mindset. I mean, I don't expect to have... Oh, hang on. You just said now changing your mindset? Yeah, you can change your mindset. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I hope I don't have this so mindset. So, what would you change your mindset for the rest to? of my life? A better mindset, which would be liking what you do. I'm, I'm speaking from from the point of view of me who doesn't have that mindset. I don't give a shit about my job. I never have. Um, I'm not saying you, you'd like. I'm saying that you can enjoy it if you want, Absolutely. no matter what it is. Yeah, you can. Me personally, so, so, so wait, far, wait, wait, I choose wait. not so to. So you just think, out of nowhere, that mindset will just change? No, absolutely not. I don't. I think it takes time to change, for sure. So why wouldn't you work on it then? I did once, and you know, still hated it. I did try. Did yeah. you though? Yeah, I did. You know, when when I first started working construction, I, I worked for seven months. You know, at first, I was actually like, hold on. Because you've said before on this podcast that, no, I enjoyed construction. I did. At first. Then it got unbearable. At first, I was like, wow, this is the greatest opportunity that I've ever been given. I mean, like, I was literally a kid, you know. I was like, what, 20 years old when I, 19, 19 years old when I started it? Didn't know shit. I didn't even know my left from right when I first started construction. Still don't know shit. I still don't know shit, yeah. And my boss literally took me and he was like, nah, you're going to be good, man. Just stick with me. I'll teach you the ropes dude taught me how to fucking uh operate excavators how to operate heavy machinery how to do all that shit i don't even have a license for any of that he just taught me how to do it because he wanted to and you know love the job love everything about it i was like yeah this is the greatest thing i literally get to come here and fucking drive like three ton heavy machinery for 10 hours and just fuck off and have fun and then i still get a fat check at the end of the day thought it was a great opportunity you know and then you know Every single day that you got to keep waking up at 5 in the morning, Monday through Monday through Monday, because there were no days off, then it gets unbearable. You know, I, I bought like five, six months since I was like, okay, All right, where do you, I got to get rid of this. Where do you think the shift happened, though? What do you think caused that shift? Honestly, probably the cold. <laughs> Started hating it when it got cold outside. That shit was just unbearable after that. So it was just winter? Pretty much, yeah. So if it was hot all the time, you'd probably still be like, that was fine? Probably, yeah. Interesting. I, I Do you also think that having that better mindset going in and being like, this is great, <laughs> you know, having a smile on your face, probably joking around with people more, oh, yeah. led you to also getting the opportunities to drive those bigger machineries without having a license? Maybe. 
Most likely. I rest my case. (laughs) I completely agree with your case. Judge Martinez, case rested. Marcos, guilty. Sentence to get out of here, nerd. All right, I'll leave. Bye. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) Man, we were originally going to talk about anger and how it makes me feel good, but now I'm just annoyed. (laughs) Not even angry enough to feel great about it. Annoyed with what? You, no. Okay, well. Just kidding, I'm not really annoyed. He's always annoyed with me, don't listen to him. Slightly irritated. He's always slightly irritated with me. That's the heart and soul of a good friendship. (laughs) 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 He was always slightly irritated with the other one. There was was a fucking uh, video I saw. It was like, in every duo, there's the one that's always calm, cool, and collected. And then there's the dumbass that's always fucking it up. And I was like, that that perfectly describes me and you. Wait, which one do you think I am? The calm, cool, and right, collected I was going to say, I was going to say, when am I ever messing things up for? Yeah, I'm the one that messes that's it true. up. That's true. Just left and right for no reason. I find it fun. You're an idiot. I, I find it fun. I I love knowing the exact moment that you've got yourself into an argument and you know you're wrong. But you will continue to die on the point. Oh, absolutely. Once I pick a hill, I will die on it. I do not care if you bring Stephen Hawking. If you bring Stephen Hawking himself over here and tell me I am wrong, I will tell him to his face that he's a cripple. Good thing he's dead. Well, I don't think that's a good thing. But, you know, I like Stephen Hawking. It was cool. That isn't a good thing. Everyone dies at some point. Ah, Fair enough. I don't think it's a good thing for him. He didn't believe in heaven. Other than he's chilling. Lord knows where he went. (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully into a black hole. Right. Hopefully for him into a black hole. You know what's sad? Mm. His entire life's work was like the proving the existence of black holes, and literally like a couple of months after he died, we finally proved the existence of a black hole. Mm-hmm. I just find that like ah, that's so heartbreaking. Do you hear? Didn't he throw a party for anyone who time traveled? Huh? Did you hear about that? I did not hear about that. He was that. like, any time travelers come to this day, we're going to throw a party. And no one showed up, so he was like, time travelers don't exist. <laughs> I love that, man. Imagine everyone who like could time travel was like, hey, don't go to the party. No. <laughs> Team, teamed up together to be like, hey, hey don't, don't go, don't go. Let this guy believe that he's dead. No one can time travel. I... You know what? I, I want to get. I want to go down this rabbit hole. I don't think time travel is possible. I don't either, but apparently there's a thing that time travel has happened. Or like, like there's thing. there's like a, please look this up. Like look up the, it's a, it's, there's an experiment. I don't remember all the details, but I remember someone at work vaguely telling me about it. What? But they were in depth about it. Time travel experience? Uh, yeah, an but experiment? basically, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like this long winded thing. I think he probably pulled it off like the Joe Rogan podcast because he mentioned Terrence McKenna. And anyone who doesn't know Terrence McKenna, just go listen to Joe Rogan. He's like a mushroom guy. Who I don't know. But uh, basically how time travel in reality wouldn't be like, hey, point A to point B. But once it finally does happen, you can go from that point forward, from that point forward into the future and back. You can't go in reverse because the time travel, a time machine didn't exist then. So time travel will only be available to here and forward. But basically, how if you can go forward, you can go far forward to where you can get 
technology that's available then. Sure. Then you can come back and now have that technology then. Okay. Which now you have issues saying, all right, well, who actually created it? Was it in the future or in the past? What? Or in the present or the future? Who created yeah, it? who yeah. created it. And if that is the case... If you can just extract things from the future, from where you are in the present, that means you'll have everything then. See, but then that just creates a paradox. Exactly. It creates an infinite time loop. Exactly. So everything, like death will exist, will stop existing. Yeah. It'll cease to exist. Like all these things basically will just, <clears throat> it'll be infinite. Everything will be infinite and you can do whatever you want when you want and go because nothing will happen basically. You know, well actually, hold on. I, I got a couple things. All right. So one, um... So my problem with time travel is, right, the universe is an ever-expanding thing. Um, so, you know, let's say I have a time machine, right? And I put the coordinates to travel back to the 1800s. Sure, whatever. If I do put in those coordinates, those coordinates are going to exist in the 1800s. Because who knows where the hell the Earth was in the 1800s. The universe has been expanding since the creation of time at, like, a rate of 100 million light years per fucking minute. Yeah, it's faster than the speed of light. Yeah, yeah. the expanding of the universe is faster than the speed of light, technically. Not actually, because there is nothing faster. I, I saw a whole video on this with a mm-hmm. whole bunch of complicated yeah. terms. Um, it is technically faster than the speed of light, but not really because it's relative to the speed of light. I'm not going to get into it because I don't know the terminology for it, and I don't want to sound like a dumbass is making shit up. Anyways. For once? Wow. Anyways. Look um, at that. Yeah, so like from the 1800s to whenever the hell time travel is, is discovered, created, yada, yada, yada. Where the hell are the coordinates for the Earth in the 1800s? Ain't nobody going to know how to fucking calculate that shit. Did you just reverse uh, engineer it? How? With the math, duh. For the whole universe? Hey, it could be done. I don't think it can. Why not? Do you have to know the whole universe or just the t- where the Earth is at? That's a damn good question. I'm going not an Earth, engineer. If you're just going to Earth, then technically everything else would fall in place if you get the Earth coordinates right. If you get imagine the Earth missing, coordinates right. Yeah. Imagine missing And then Earth. you teleport into the fucking space. You're just in space. You just explode. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And secondly, right, you know about, like, the, the, the grandfather paradox or whatever, right? No. You take a time machine, you go back in time, you kill your grandfather. You're never born. But if you're never born, how could you take the time machine to go back in time and kill your grandfather? Yada, yada, yada. Oh, okay. whatever. The, the paradox, right? So the thing the thing about paradox, right, that only works if time is a singular mm-hmm. thing, right? Which it is. Time Time is not singular. Maybe. <laughs> Who actually fucking knows? Bold assumption, Marcos. <laughs> Who actually Because here's my thing, right? If I go back in time and I kill my grandfather and I go back to the future, right? I now create an alternate timeline. Like, my, yeah, like paradoxes wouldn't happen, like, in reality. Because if I take my time machine, I go back in time, I kill my grandfather. Well, that's cool. Sucks for the one in that timeline for me. I guess he's never going to be one, but I'm still here. All I did was, you know, I just created a new timeline. A new branch yeah, of it. A new branch of timeline. But, you know, like, at the end of the day... How the fuck are we going to prove that's true? <laughs> is it a paradox or do I just create a new timeline? Who knows? Or did you just kill some random grandpa because you thought you went back in time, but <laughs> it just so happens it's your neighbor? <laughs> Tough. Now you're just a murderer. Uh, <laughs> um, I have no clue what my grandpa even looks like when he was younger, so I probably would just be guesstimating if it's him or not. Headline, Texas man thinks he's a time traveler, kills someone's grandpa. 
<laughs> in court. Why did you kill him? I thought he was my grandpa. I was trying to prove science. That was just your next door neighbor, man. Damn it. R.I.P. All right, campers. <laughs> All right, campers. Today's challenge to find the will to keep going. <laughs> and then there's just sad anime music playing in the background. Boo, you killed it. That's boo, it. anime. Boo, boo, boo. Shut up. Anime is okay in small doses. What? Do you love anime? Dude, you'd be surprised. I actually haven't seen anime in like years. I do love anime. Like I, I used to be very like big into it. I, I probably haven't seen anime since like 2015, 16. It's just like at I a bet certain your life has gotten better, huh? I guess I don't really <laughs> think there's a way to prove. I that. just I don't even hate anime. I just can't get into it. Uh, yeah, that's that's how I feel with a lot of them. It's it, I like when I said when I used to be very big into it, I could get into them like super easy. I would watch it and like just be enjoyed. Now, like I, I'll see like an episode, and I'll be like, oh, this is garbage, and then I'll just stop watching it because they're just like they're I don't know, they're just not enjoyable for me anymore. I think the last time I actually saw anime was in like 2018. What makes them not enjoyable for you? Uh, characters, characters, plot, world building, everything like that, like. Have you ever seen Avatar The Last Airbender? Uh, yeah, some, when I was a kid. I don't Great remember. cartoon. Yeah, Amazing cartoon. It's a 10 out of 10. Like, many people will agree that that is one of the best cartoons ever made. And, like, I compare a lot of anime to, like, that cartoon because that cartoon is peak. The characters are amazing. The The world building is amazing. The element, like, the, the power scaling, the way their powers work, the system, it's amazing. The villains are great. Like, that's, like, if that was an anime, that'd be, like, 10 out of 10 anime. It's one of the best. Most people in the anime community consider it an anime because it's that good very few anime <laughs> trying to trying to take credit for it. yeah it's great it's ours it's ours we did it now nah, some people like add it in because it is that good but you know it's very like very very few anime come close to to that and like after i've seen pretty much every big anime like all the big names of animes i've seen every single one and pretty much like one piece is the only one that actually compares because the rest are kind of dog shit like, for any people here that watch Naruto, Naruto is trash. Like, straight up. And you're talking... Me, personally, that was the first anime I ever watched. Trash. It is ass. And if you like Naruto, you should look at yourself and really think, how can you like this piece of shit? You should look at yourself and cry. Because <laughs> it is now, bad. I just can't get into it, man. I've had a couple people, like, try to show me a bunch of cool stuff. And I just... I don't... I can't get into the plots. The pacing of it is weird for me. Yeah. I don't watch shows as is, so yeah, no, I don't. Really yeah, that's what I don't yeah, watch. Like, I don't watch any shows in general. Yeah, yeah, I don't really watch shows. I can't. But uh, yeah, anime used to be very enjoyable when I was a kid, and then you know, you just kind of grow up, and like as I grew up, <laughs> not quite literally, like as I grew up, I was like, "Why the fuck am I going to spend twenty minutes, thirty, forty minutes watching this shit when I could do literally anything else?" That's how I feel about social media. Yeah, that's fair. Then I've gotten, uh, I've had a bad habit of getting sucked into it again recently, but yeah, I'll always like, I'll, I'll be like, what am I doing? And then I'll swipe off of it because I'll be watching some dude like rub ice together <laughs> with his gloves on or what. And it's just weird. It's supposed to be satisfying and it sucks because it is. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I watching this? And it's a, oh, social media is so crazy. It's so good and bad at the same time. Oh, for like, sure. Like, I want to get rid of it, 
but it's also like I feel like I need it to stay in touch with certain people that I'd like to continue to like talk to even if we're not super great friends it's nice to continue to talk with them at least you know they post something on their story oh swipe up on it see how they're doing you know have a small little conversation I'm not even big on small talk either oh I hate small talk I just enjoy being able to you know hey what's going on everything going good great man that's cool no it's not going great I'm sorry to hear that I care about you hope things are good you know yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you know. And then it's also awful because now you just have people dancing in front of their phones for millions of views. I hate, yeah. That's honestly my biggest, like, turn off with TikTok. It's the fact that you can dance in front of a camera and just become super popular. The most popular creator there posts 10 minute snippets of her dancing in front of camera. And then there's people that, like, actually do, like, movie quality skits. They get like ten fucking likes, and I'm just like, oh, there's no, there's no way. What's really crazy is if someone wants to get ahead of the curve, right? Yeah. All they have to do is wait for the next social media. Yeah. Whatever comes out, just stay on top of it. Whatever comes out, be first and stay consistent from the start. Yeah. Be there, post things, and you're gonna grow. And since you're first, you're gonna be known as like one of the founding people. Yeah. Because it's it's like this typical reference. Like, if you keep doing something long enough, and it's good, people will tune in. Yeah. It's like Game of Thrones. How many people have seen Game of Thrones? A ton of people. Now, is it, it. is it, I haven't either, but is it good content? So know. I've heard. Tons of people say they love the show. Tons. <laughs> but how many people started watching from season one? There's you. Not everyone. The majority of people got in it when season three to four or five were out. So just continue to go, grow, and you'll get better. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask someone who's watched all seasons of uh, Game of Thrones and go watch and watch the pilot of season one, the episode one, they're probably going to be like, what was this? I watched this? This is gross. Yeah. Because you don't even realize the small changes. Like small things will change. Makeup will get better. Hair will get better. Uniforms will get better. You know, the character development, the the scripts will get better, blah, 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 the plot. And it'll just get better with time. Yeah. So you just watch it grow and evolve. Mm-hmm. But ranting about nothing. Good old podcasting, <laughs> huh? Man, we didn't even get what we wanted to do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, fuck it. I mean, she, that's Did pretty I, much I, what we always do. We just pick yeah, a topic we, and talk about it. Good thing we're just documenting our lives and... <laughs> This has no real substance. This has no coordination whatsoever. Ever. We, we, we had a whole plan, too. Oh, yeah. We usually talk about it. We never do it. Nope. I did want to talk about Stanley and how I was thinking about him. Dude, I was pooping. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bring my phone to the restroom. It's actually great quality time with yourself. <laughs> I mean that. Think about the last time you pooped without your phone. I actually have one on deck. What? Oh, like you have some. Yeah, I have one exactly. Okay, well, right. Uh, well, well, one was it a longer poop? No, it was probably fairly short. Like a five, six minute poop. See, so you spent less time on the toilet. Yeah. Right, but you're just thinking. Yeah. There's nothing else to do but think. Yeah. And then wipe your butt at the end. Yeah. Actually, um, funny story. This is, uh, this, this memory is ingrained into my head right now. Um, I was at home. This is back. I want to say f- sixth grade, seventh grade, around there. 
Um, it was the weekend, Saturday. Um, my friend comes over. And I have an essay due on Monday that I have to turn in. Have started it. Uh, my friend comes over, and my mom was like, before you start hanging out with him, finish your essay, because I know you're not going to do it. I was like, fine, I'll do it. It was a one-page essay. Nothing crazy, you know, like three paragraphs long. Whatever. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just go poop real quick and do it in there. Finish that bitch in five minutes. Got to be. Called it a day. Didn't even try very hard on it. Still my greatest masterpiece to this day. The poopster piece. <laughs> dude, finished it. Literally, dude, took me five, six minutes. Right. I, well, I didn't have, wrote that, dude. I didn't have some, some big revelation like that. I was just thinking about how Stan Lee is so cool. Oh, yeah. No, dude, like, Chad. The difficulty, because I was, I was doing it myself. I was sitting there, and I was like, this man just created superheroes. So I started to do it myself, and I kept thinking... Of all the ones that he had already made. And I was like, dang, did he just take the easy ones? Or is my only thinking of this because I already know them? Dude, Stanley has created some ridiculously cool characters. But then I also think about different things like Ant-Man. I wouldn't have never, I would have never thought of Ant-Man. Nah. I mean, you know, Ever. Stanley hasn't created all of them. I mean, I know that. He's only, he's only created like a few. He, he's the one that like made it popular, but he hasn't created all of them. I know, but still. Wait, was DC? Yeah, DC. DC was first. I give him credit for all of them. I mean, yeah, he was. He was like the co-creator. But I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah I think Stan. Yeah, which DC ones, was. First. Look up which ones he did make. <sighs> Probably a couple thousand of them. Spider-Man was a big one. No, that's his. That's Main his like one? biggest yeah. creation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I was just thinking about it. Like who? Like what was this guy doing to be like? Oh, this is. I'm gonna make this. These people have superpowers. Okay. Like that's cool. But his form of going about it. Heroes created by Stanley. Okay, he's created a decent amount of them. Um, so Ant Man, Ancient One, The Avengers, Beast, uh, Black Panther, Black Widow, Captain Marvel, Cyclops, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Fantastic Four, Groot, Hawkeye, Hulk, Human Torch, Iceman, Invisible Woman, Iron Man, Jean Grey, uh, Miss Fantastic, Nick Fury, Professor X, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, Spider Man, Thing, Thor, Wasp, X Men. And then villains created by him, Dr. Doom, Dr. Octopus, Green Goblin, Caecilius, Kingpin, Loki, Magneto, Sandman, Vulture, Whiplash. Those are just some of the ones that he's created, and those are like probably the biggest ones. <laughs> yeah, like I, I would never be thinking of anything like that. Jesus. Prying Mantis Man, like, that'd be whack. There's a, there's a, there's, uh, I think he's a hero. Yeah, he 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 is here. It's called the uh, the fucking the one above all, and he's That's pretty. His name? Yeah, the one above all. That's oh, lame. Kind of. Uh, well, the, the reason he's called uh the one above all is because he's like the god of Marvel. He created everything. Like he he's he pretty much lives outside of their universe. Like he created everything. He knows everything. He sees everything. So and it's Stanley. Pretty much, kind of yeah, and yeah, he's just like the god of their universe. And uh, yeah, this dude's pretty sick. Did Stanley make him? Uh, maybe. Fucking. What a way to just be like, oh, you know what? It's my turn to be a superhero. <laughs> Did Stanley make Toa? Um, 
Fucking A. Toa is his name. That's the, the, the initial. The one the, above the abbreviation. The yeah. one above Toa. all. Hmm. Well, I guess that does say Toa. Yep. <laughs> Krakatoa. <laughs> From SpongeBob. Yeah, that's kind of exactly. <laughs> um, one above all was created with an intent to explain creators' mandates over the. Yes, he, he was created. I don't know if he was created by Stanley, but he was created to pretty much be Stanley. That's pretty much all it is. It's just Stanley. Yeah. Um. There's also, you know, um, you know how, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Captain America. He was, mm-hmm. he was made uh, with uh, the super soldier serum or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's actually another guy, like, in the comics called the Sentry, uh, who was also, like, made with the super soldier serum. But it was, like, a fucked up version of it. So it turned him into God. <laughs> what? <laughs> this, he got, like, a weird version of the super soldier serum, which gave him the power of, like, a million exploding suns. And then he just became able to just whoop the fuck out of anybody he wanted. He just accidentally does that. Yeah. It's, it's like how that dude accidentally made plastic. <laughs> accidentally made plastic? I'm serious. Plastic was made by accident. Really? Yeah, look it up for your own sake. I forgot what he was doing, but he accidentally made plastic. And now it's just everywhere. How was plastic? All the time. Uh, plastic was made... Okay, well, I don't... Monomer. Okay. I think that's going into the chemicals and how it's... Yeah. Uh, okay, how was plastic created? How about that? That might not help you too much. Uh, Belgian chemist. Um, uh-huh. Uh, this doesn't really fucking say it. He, bi- he pioneered the first fully synthetic plastic in 1907. He said he combined two chemicals, formaldehyde and phenol, under heat and pressure. I guess he did that by accident. <laughs> Yeah, I'm almost certain he did it. I could be very much lying, but I'm almost certain he did it by accident. Uh, could be. Shit, doesn't really give me a straight answer. Mm. Who else had a... Uh, th- this guy also had some crazy superpowers where he just didn't die. Oh, uh, I know exactly what you're that talking guy, about. What's his name? What's his name? He, like, fell out of a plane. I think he got struck by lightning. Uh, His name was... Franoselak. What is that? What? Franoselak. He was Croatian. Hmm. Um. He was known for his frequent brushes with death. He has been described as the world's luckiest or unluckiest man. <laughs> I <just> think so. <laughs> it but, is all how you see it, huh? It's all just perspective. Pretty much. He gets to live or he has to live. Which one? <laughs> that's that's where mindset comes into play. <laughs> I have to live every day. Ah. Uh. Dude was born in 1929, died in 2016, 87 years old. Very impressive. His birthday, what day? Um, June 14th. Hmm. Oh, shout out to my boy. His birthday was earlier. Yeah, a couple weeks. A couple uh, weeks ago. Uh, his occupation was a music educator. Wow. <laughs> Known for escaping death. <laughs> Such a great known for escaping death. So... I'm going to recount all of his near-death escapes. So his first one, January 1962, uh, he was riding a train through a cold, rainy canyon. The train flew off the tracks, crashed into a river. An unknown person pulled them to safety. 17 other people died. So um, He suffered a broken arm of hypothermia from that, so he pretty much got out unscathed. 
At least he didn't die. Um, the next year, during his... I was going to say, it sounds like you're about to say that a lot. <laughs> At least he didn't die. The next year, during his first and only plane ride, the door like the, the door opened and he was thrown out of the plane by, like I guess, the force of it. Um, landed on a haystack. The plane crashed and killed 19 people. Dude, the amount of time you have to think. How lucky it was in. Yeah, but the freakish amount of time you have to think. Oh, in the air? It's terrifying down. to think about that. I mean, at that point, I don't even think you can, like, restabilize. You're kind of fucked. What do you mean, restabilize? You were thrown out of a plane. You know how many G's of force that expels you out with? But what like, do you mean, restabilize? Like, like instead of, like, flying, like, falling down all the You know how, like, when people skydive, they pretty much just fly in a prone position on the way down, like that. Like if you get no, you can you can fix into that being blown out of a plane. Yeah, because you're still falling. You're not. You don't have any external pressure, and the falling is just the position you're in. Yeah, uh, it seems very hard to pull yourself together after that. No, it like that position is like a leveling position. Like if you just spread out your arms and legs, like you get caught into it. You think he like took his? You think he like. Maneuvered his way into that haystack. This guy. I feel like he might have been knocked out for. I would, who like, knows? He probably got knocked out. Probably. Do you know how many like? Does it say how many bones he broke? If any. Nah, it doesn't say anything. It says he. There's no way he was just fine. I mean, it just says yeah, he landed on a haystack. Have you ever seen that one guy who jumped out and landed in a net? No. He didn't have a parachute. He landed in a giant net. Really. And he was fine. It was a massive net. I forget how big it is, but it was a massive net. And all it did when it caught him, it just, like, released. And, like, it just caught him. It was just a giant net. It was wild. Dude's lucky. No, no, no. That was, like, planned. Like, science all, like, oh, everything. Okay. And, like, they intentionally did it. Oh, okay. Still terrifying to think about, dude. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either. <laughs> but it's like, dude, you know how many, like, G, like, pounds of force it takes to open an airplane door? And probably flung off. Yeah, no, yeah, it did because it malfunctioned. But, like, to actually open that while it's flying, dude, it takes, like, three, four tons of force. I believe that. That's insane. Dude, imagine the amount of force that shit has. Like, if it malfunctions and swings open, dude, to drag you out of there. Oh, my God. That, oof. You're you're fucked. I don't know. At this point, I think this guy just does well under pressure and oh. maybe did maneuver his way into the Dude, motherfucker, like, in the air, swan, yeah. diving and spinning. Just I see a haystack. Fucking closes off. <laughs> just, like, dives in. <laughs> I could see it happening, man. I could. Continue on. Uh, Let's get this guy's okay. life. Uh, so the next year, yada, yada, yada. The plane crash killed people. Three years after that, uh, a bus he was riding on skidded off the road into a river. Four passengers uh, drowned. He swam to shore with a few cuts and bruises. He was chilling. Um, four years after that, in 1970, his car caught on fire. Uh, he got out of it before it blew up. Three years after that, so 1973, um, the engine of his car uh, got doused in hot oil, and the flames came out through the air vents. Um, his hair was completely burned off, but otherwise he was unharmed. In 1995, he was struck by a bus, sustained minor injuries, 1996, he eluded a head-on collision with a United Nations truck, um, which caused his car to swerve into a guardrail. Um, the guardrail broke. Um, he was not wearing a seatbelt, so he was ejected. While the car fell 300 foot down a cliff, he hung onto a tree branch on the cliff. 
um, waiting to be rescued. I love the minor detail of he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. Yeah. So well, not only has this man survived this many things, he isn't doing precautionary things <laughs> to continue to live. It's a good thing he wasn't, because he would have died if he was wearing his seatbelt. I know. Belt. But, like, things like that. Like, he wasn't wearing his seatbelt, so he lived. Yeah. What a terrible, like, story to try and tell people about the reason to wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Dude, you know, like, when the seatbelt, like, first came out, I think it was it was made by, like, either Volkswagen or Volvo. I don't remember, like, which company. It was one of those two. But, uh, you know how, like, when companies, before they release something, they do, like, a... Like a market a, test? Yeah, like a market test yeah. with a certain... Yeah, dude, people hated it. <laughs> I bet. People were like, what? This is a terrible adventure. People are going to die if you put them on the seatbelt. Like, bro, literally, people hated it. They were like, you're going to kill people. That's going to hurt them. People hate them now- nowadays. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those people are dumb. I mean, sometimes they do more damage than they do help on, like, on uh, slower impact things. Maybe. Sometimes they'll mess up, like, people's spines and hips more than they will, or, like, necks, because you'll have the the strap across your chest and hips. Yeah. And then your neck will get jolted forward, and then you'll have issues with your neck. Yeah. I mean, airbags also do a lot of damage. Yeah. I think uh, my brother... It's literally like a lesser of the two evil. Yeah. Either, you know, you take on the full force of the crash, or yeah. your spine hurts a little bit. Which one do you want? I'll take my spine hurting a yeah, little bit. I'll go see a chiropractor. Yeah. Uh, my brother, he was in a car accident once. Long time ago. Um... And uh, I think it was, like, drunk or high. I don't remember. Um, he was driving. Um, he hit, like, the curve. Like, not the curve. The curb of, like, you know how, like, when the guardrails in a freeway, like, just start? You know how, like, there's a little yeah. edge? Yeah. So he clipped that. The car. He flipped. Yeah, he was going, like, 80 miles an hour. Car went up into the air, flipped, like, five, six times. Um, landed upside down. Uh, you know, the cops came. They got him out. Not a single scratch on him. The only thing he had was bruises from the seatbelt that stopped him. It gave him, like, uh, like mat burn, pretty much. Like, where the seatbelt was, gave him mat burn. Oh. Only thing. Yeah. And he survived without a single scratch. I'd be kind of furious. I kind of hate mat burn. Oh, yeah, no. He had, I'd like, rather have a broken arm than a like, full, had, like, full chest of mat he burn. He had a like, whole, like, the line of the seatbelt yeah. was just a scar of mat burn. All yeah, the way I'd down. rather have a broken arm than that. Uh, I'll take the mapper. No, no, no. I'd rather go a couple months with a broken arm than just a few weeks. Of the, like, I hate that. Really? Yeah. Actually, I got mapper on my face once. Ow. I hate that. I hate the, uh, the sound of it. I hate the feel of it. Like, I can feel it. I just, ah. I was, it I was, stings. I was running on a treadmill, uh, slipped off of it, and I landed on, like, the back edge, and it just spun and just scraped the whole, like, left side of my face. I had, I had like, a huge, like, uh You were scar. on a treadmill? Sorry, that was mean. It was mean, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, um, back to Fran O'Slack. Uh, two days after his 73rd birthday, he won $1,110,000 in the lottery. Um, at the time of his win, he also married his fifth wife or husband. Who knows? I don't know. Say wife? Nope, just says married for the fifth time. Uh-huh. Uh, who knows? Um, and uh, then he purchased two house and boat and a boat with his winnings. And then in 2010, he gave the rest of it away to his relatives and friends after deciding he wanted to live a frugal lifestyle. And uh, then he died at the age of 87 in 2016, six years later. What a man. Absolute Chad. 
Yeah, I would say he's one of the luckiest people. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's unlucky. I'd say he's probably one of the luckiest people. The fact that you get ejected about uh, off the one and only plane that you've ever ridden on is unlucky, but you lived. That's lucky. Yeah. You know, there's a, <laughs> there's, there's a guy who was on the Titanic, and uh, he actually survived. He's one of, the, one of the people that survived it. And, like, a couple of years later, he decided to get back on a boat, and the fucking boat sank. My goodness. <laughs> That guy must literally think in his head that he was never made to be on a boat. I think he died. Pretty sure he died on that. On the second one? probably did. Dude, that's like... I don't think you get two. I think you get one. That's like karma. They're like, oh, we missed. No. Yeah, no. You you get one of those. I don't think you get two. I don't think you get to to survive two two of those. The luck. Oh, man. That's got to just... Tough. Man. Well, if you made it this far, thanks for spending your time and... Maybe morning, afternoon, or evening with us. We appreciate Could it. Could have done anything else. Appreciate it. And you chose to spend it with us. <laughs> Hope that sank in. You're... Thanks for listening. Shut up, moron, and listen to another podcast. <laughs>